One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash pro revenge video. Help me get some revenge against the YouTube algorithm by hitting those like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our first story of the day is by Yup, it's no one. I warned you I would not do those shifts. During my last few high school years and early university years, I worked part-time in a supermarket at the checkout department. Of course, you would see your fair share of Karens and Richards and Kevins and entitled parents, but no one in that store was more infuriating to deal with than the most recently hired supervisor. She was the kind of supervisor that would deny paid time off if you did not give four weeks notice, despite all of our contracts stating that we only needed to give two weeks notice. But then when you tried to give four weeks notice, she would say, it was too long ago, I don't remember you asking me. At the time of the story, I'd worked at the store for quite a few years and every Christmas season, I would say the same things to the supervisors. I don't have any plans, I'm not leaving town, so if you need me for extra shifts, just put me down whenever you need me, just as long as I finished by 9.30pm. They knew I would not care if it was any day of the week, just a 4 hour shift or 11 hour shift. I was completely free with no plans, totally flexible and able to work mostly whenever, my only condition was that I had to be done by 9.30pm. This was because I'd not yet gotten my full driver's license and it was illegal for me to drive by myself without some kind of supervisor between the hours of 10pm to 5am. The store was open from 8am to 10pm, so out of those 14 hours, I could not work a single half hour. It was a good system and led to me doing a lot of extra shifts, with a lot of them being last minute. Early November, the new supervisor asked me about my December and January availability, and I said the same old song, you can put me down for extra shifts as much as you like, whenever, for any day, as long as I'm done by 9.30pm. She asked, why 9.30pm? And then I explained to her about my driver's license. She just nodded and walked away. Mid-November rolls around, and the December schedule was released. I was given plenty of extra shifts, as per usual. But you might have seen this coming. I was scheduled for six days a week, which would have been all good with me, except for the fact that five of them ended at 10 p.m. I found the supervisor as soon as I saw the schedule and reiterated that I can't work past 9.30 p.m. The conversation went something like this. The supervisor said, but you can still work until 10 p.m. I say I can't or else I'll be driving illegally and I'm not going to do that. They say yes, but there's plenty of other ways you can get yourself home. I say like what? They say have your family pick you up. I say no, they're in and out of town on business. They say you can take the bus. I say no, it arrives every hour, 10 to the hour. I'm not working until 10 and then waiting outside in the dark alone until 10.50pm. I was a 19 year old female at the time. They say what about Uber? I say, I'm not working all day just to spend it all on an Uber to get home. They say, well then, you'll need to find someone to fill in those shifts for you. I say, nope, according to my contract, I don't. Then she just walks away. I'm left there speechless. 
Later that same shift, she was the only supervisor around. She completely left me out to dry with a horrid customer who couldn't use the self-service checkouts to save his life and took it out on me. We've all seen horrible people like that, but this guy in particular was so bad. Coworkers, even those from different departments, kept coming up to me asking if I was okay after dealing with that guy. Not my supervisor though. After I got home that day, I was done. I sent out CV after CV on job websites. My mentality was, if I'm gonna get paid minimum wage, I might as well do it somewhere better. Within a few days, I had a retail store asking me to come in for an interview. Within the next week, I had that new job lined up and ready to go. So I went back to the supermarket on my next shift and handed my two weeks notice. All my other supervisors were gutted that I was leaving. I'm not saying I'm some star employee, but I was always keen on extra shifts, barely took sick leave off, was so chill and willing to do a lot of side tasks that no one wanted to do, like collect shopping carts in the rain or empty rubbish bins. And I just knew a lot of stuff about the checkouts in general. And I was gutted I wouldn't be working with them anymore, but working with that one bad supervisor hurt more than working without others. The day I handed in my notice, the bad supervisor wasn't working. I didn't see her until a few days later when she stopped me near the back of the store around a few other coworkers. I'm guessing she wasn't too happy she lost a de facto full-timer just before the Christmas rush. She seemed a bit flustered but still had that fake smile of hers on. She said, so I heard you're leaving soon. Me cheerfully said, yep, in just under two weeks. She says, but you've worked here for quite some time. Any particular reason why you're leaving so quickly? Me, with the biggest grin of my life I've ever had on my face, said, I already told you why. I'm not working those 10 p.m. shifts. It was beautiful. Within a split second of me saying that, her smile dropped and she just stared at me speechless. This time, it was my turn to walk away. You don't quit bad jobs, you quit bad management. I definitely wholeheartedly agree with the Reddit comment that OP found some time ago. To be fair though, I do think you do quit bad jobs, it's just, if you have bad management, that's just going to speed the process up tenfold. If you had a manager so bad at a job that they made you willing to quit, would you tell them to their face that they're the reason you're leaving? Let me know in the comments down below. Our next story is by Bofar, Long Game. My mom, 75, lives in a retirement community sub-development. My sister and I know not to cross her, her neighbors not so much. Her house is next to the drive that goes down to the pool and clubhouse area. The lady that lives across the street was a known busybody and used to sit in her picture window watching whoever went to the pool and then going down to interrogate if she didn't recognize them, as well as snoop about neighbors, business, and visitors. She also used to gossip about whatever she saw going on at the clubhouse and pool. My mother has a beautiful yard and is known as a gifted gardener. One spring, after growing tired of the constant meddling, she gifted the neighbor a Japanese maple. The neighbor wasn't sure where to plant it, so my mother planted it on her lawn, right in the nosy neighbor's line of sight of the pool and clubhouse. Now, five years later, she can't see any goings-on down at the pool. Honestly, without even the gift, I can imagine somebody going and putting those plants in. I've known friends who live next to neighbors that they didn't particularly like, 
and their family went and planted a bunch of these like bamboo-like plants right on the property line. They grew up really tall and bushy and just totally cut off the line of sight between the neighbors' houses. Our next story is by Miss Peg Champ, Juicebox Revenge. I work at a few comic and anime conventions, and my job is basically to chaperone celebrity guests. While most of the guests I work with are lovely and very professional, I occasionally get a male guest who's an entitled, handsy jerk who thinks I'm an object he can play with all weekend. This never happens with women guests. When I get a guest like this, albeit incredibly rarely, I have an incredibly simple yet powerful revenge. When they get inevitably thirsty doing panels and signings and ask me for something to drink, I'll bring them a juice box. That's it, a juice box. If they ask for anything else, I'll insist that's all we have right now. You'd be surprised at how much you can humiliate an adult man by making him drink a juice box. Watching grown men sit in front of an audience of adoring fans drinking their silly little juice from their silly little box when just moments ago they were acting like a big deal is a deeply satisfying experience. I was gonna say, who actually feels emasculated by drinking from a juice box? But then I realized the type of people that probably would be are definitely those narcissistic types that probably can't keep their hands to themselves. This next story is by Shell Butter. Make me work another store on third shift after I tell you no? Okay. Worked at a gas station. We're family here type. Huge red flag, but whatever. Worked all the holidays by myself. Got hurt towards Halloween. And they took advantage of me being darn near crippled. Slowly got better, but got blamed for everything despite them knowing my condition. I worked second shift. Almost no one would show up on time for third. I mean, if I worked a hundred shifts, 90 of them, they were late or no-show. Our main shift guy worked five days a week. My boss would work the other two. She's old and we'd close at 2am, so I volunteered to cover. Then his girlfriend died suddenly and was understandably out for a long time. So I became third shift person. I didn't want to work third to begin with. Then our district manager needed help at another store. I said yes to a couple shifts, but no more. Cut to a month later, I'm working every shift there and working 10pm to 6am. I told both my boss and the district manager I wouldn't be working the shift much longer. I took my week paid vacation that I've just earned, worked one more shift, handed the store key to the relief, and quit. Blocked everyone on everything. The store went to even more shifts after, and I have no remorse. I mean, through and through, this just sounds like bad management, bad ownership. It's like a sinking ship, and everybody that has the capability of changing the situation, saying, hey, we should plug that hole and just scoop all the water back out, are willfully just ignoring it. Like, actually take ownership, actually manage. They'd rather just keep piling it onto the one person with their fingers stuck in the hole, keeping the boat from totally sinking. This next story is by SJGS Shadow 44 posted my jerk ex-housemate's violent jokes in housing and rideshare groups. Last year, I had a housemate who constantly made violent comments and threats and claimed they were jokes, saying he hopes someone kicks my teeth in and I bite their fingers, and violence is the best way to relieve tensions as he's been here before, saying in all seriousness he surprised no one recommended violence, saying I won't find housemates as chill as this and he seriously thought someone would beat my butt by now, 
saying he seriously recommends violence with my housemates due to fear I might say something to the wrong person for complaining about dishes, told me and the others he doesn't value our lives worth more than a bill. Even after someone talked to him about his comments and he said he would stop, he made another threat later, claiming he's on the edge, which was preceded by a freak with me one more time after someone put something on his shelf by mistake. Yeah, he was a total jerk and a bully and edgelord. He claimed he was doing it because my complaints about dishes provoke, and he wanted to highlight that, and worse, he had the nerve to say I need to learn to chill out. I tried to ignore it as I didn't think it was worth it, but in hindsight, I should have told my landlord and tried to get him kicked out. I'm sure he's getting his butt kicked if he still does it, but I want some payback. I noticed he posts in Facebook rideshare groups offering rides. So recently, I posted all the things he said with some screenshots and told folks to be wary of taking rides from him. I did the same in the housing groups as well. Hopefully folks don't take rides from him or sign leases with him. Yeah, there's just definitely way too many red flags about this guy to be working with all these people that, especially in something as intimate as sharing a ride together with them driving, should probably be avoided at all costs. And our final story of the day is by Augie Westbound, Petty Revenge on Former Employer. I regularly do something so petty and unhinged that I had to find this sub to explain. More than a decade ago, I worked at a health food store while I was in college. It was a relatively low-stress job that paid a low wage, but I enjoyed it. I never knew that ownership wasn't happy with my performance. They never bothered to speak with me. However, the day before I graduated from school, and with my entire family in town, they went ahead and fired me. No reason, just said they didn't think I was working out. I was heartbroken, and worst of all, confused. I've mostly forgotten about my time there, except for in the past year. In my professional job now, I've received a number of promotions. That's been fun, but it's also come with a huge surge in unwanted salespeople reaching out to me on a daily basis. In my annoyance, I've developed an absolutely crazy habit. I tell the exceptionally irritating salespeople, those who persist after I tell them no, to give me a call to discuss what they're offering. Only, instead of giving them my number, I give them the number to the health food store that let me go all those years ago. I started doing this back at the beginning of 2021, and so far I've given their number out to 94 hungry salespeople, many of whom reported back that they and the health food store were both angry and asked me to grow up. Fair enough, but for me, it kills two birds with one stone, reminding the health food store that they fired me for no reason that I'm now a vice president, and also wasting the time of salespeople who literally won't take no for an answer. I know, it's petty as heck. But did you know that we're trying to reach you about your car's extended warranty? Honestly, if these people were even remotely as annoying as that insurance call, I completely understand OP doing every bit of what they did. Seriously though, what's up with those insurance calls? It's like... The older and older and older my car gets, the more the car's extended warranty has been extended even further. Please buy this insurance that isn't your insurance, but is insurance. Just stop calling me. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. 
And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.